0: Warning, the following podcast contains naughty words and opinions. While neither of these has been shown to be hazardous, you should be aware that exposure to both has been known to cause chafing. Apply only to available ear-shaped head holes. Cease insertion if resistance is met.
1: Consider this ye warning. There be spoilers ahead. Welcome to Slop Fighter Alpha 2, Slop Fighter EX, standing for Extra X. That's right, it's X, X, Y men, X, 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 X women, trichromosomal persons with another X versus Slop Fighter Tournament Edition. The season two showdown that pits 16 video game movies against each other To answer the simple question like What the fuck have I been doing with my life?
0: Did we really watch 16 of these goddamn crimes against film?
1: Now hold on, Jason They're competing for the illustrious Not a crime against film award So technically, we only watched 15 crimes against film
0: Shazbot!
2: line theft is still a crime on the internet, John
1: Uh, That's not what Carlos Mencia says (laughs) Timely And now, the three-judge panel charged with adjudicating the matches, first myself, John, a man renowned throughout the several neighborhoods for his ability to identify a Baldwin based on sound alone, and not for his ability to be pushed into a corner and leg swept to death in Street Fighter 2 Turbo.
0: And Jason, a nerd that
2: found a way to
0: add sports stats to
2: movie watching. And Mac, on loan from Super Movie Ball There's a couple of scuffs on him So let's just keep that between me and you, alright? During the rigorous pre-tournament qualification inspections
1: We've complimented, condemned, and cataloged The contenders recommended by our listeners Not really But we are very popular at Gallaudet University
0: (laughs) And since we couldn't find a way around it The time has come to pick a conclusive winner. Silent Hill. (laughs) We've followed in the tradition of Lord Stanley and created a tournament. The Grand Poobah Jason randomly split the 16
2: films into two different conferences. Cinema Slop and Super Movie Ball. Wait, hold up. You guys really gave me Hitman? Really? I mean, we
0: weren't touching that shit. Not cool. Not cool. Be more involved. With (laughs) our overly complicated rating system of ups and downs, we were able to give our favorite movies a competitive edge. You know? made a bracket so go me
1: and we've taken the liberty of running the numbers already so you don't have to suffer anymore that's right we've taken the tournament format and optimized it keeping all of the statistical analysis you love and removing all the boring competition that you hate boiling the sweet 16 down to what really matters the post-game analysis i believe the tournament is set so that leaves one last order of business jason mac
2: are you ready yeah well, let's fuck this shit up time to headshot some nooblets <laughs> did you say nooblets <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Did I fuck everything up? You fucked John up Well, this week's uh, episode sees Angry Birds vs. Silent Hill Super Mario Brothers vs. Final Fantasy The Spirits Within Wing Commander vs. Prince of Persia The Stupid Sands And Lara Croft Tomb Raider vs. Rampage Wow, you guys really don't like Sands of Time, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: And, Mac, what are the categories that we're judging these different movies on today?
2: Direction. Acting. Special effects. Plot. Characters. Rewatch value. Casting. Cultural relevance. Better group viewing. Deathmatch. Adaptation. Unanimous bonus. Sorry, people. I didn't mean
0: to offend you.
1: <laughs> Don't worry. I'm just going to cut around all the apologies and weave in the offense. That's, That's good.
0: Welcome, everyone, to our first match of this random-as-fuck tournament. <clears throat> I mean, totally unbiased and scientifically rigorous tournament. We're going to have a real snooze fest on our hands today as the top of the Cinema Slop conference faces the bottom.
1: That's right, Jason. We're here for what can only be described as the ultimate showdown between the oversaturated colors in the Pantone palette against the shadows and lowlights of the Ansel Adams army. May the forces of color and the warriors of contrast battle it out once and for all and decide which Instagram filter will rule
0: supreme. Get ready for Angry Birds versus Silent, Silent Hill. No, he's playing the president of the
1: forest. Forest president,
0: Bill Pullman. Next week on Fox.
1: Well, the numbers have just shuffled down the number shoot, and since Silent Hill really rang the board and nearly every metric on this one, Jason, why don't you give us a quick lowdown on the stats?
0: Yeah, Silent Hill beat the pants off Angry Birds. Uh, it seems like there's only one vote for Angry Birds. Which,
1: which category uh, is it that Angry Birds managed to get that vote in?
0: Uh, cultural relevance, it seems. Mm-hmm. And so
1: which of our jurists was silly enough to do that? That would be Mac that would be me. That's an incredible performance from Silent Hill against the incredibly meek and uh, easily dismissed Angry Birds. I, and I haven't seen domination like that since the 1975 to 1976 Montreal Canadiens. So let's break this down a little bit more. Mac, why did you do that?
2: <laughs> Explain <laughs> yourself. Oh, wow. So this episode just about me justifying my vote. Well,
1: your single vote out of 11 categories.
2: <laughs> all right, cool. Here's my here's my reason for my vote. And I know it seems shocking and it's weird, but if you think about it, that vote is completely justified. If you said, hey, how many people have heard of Silent Hill, you probably get a good chunk of people, a decent chunk. But if you said how many people have heard of Angry Birds, and we're talking about cultural relevance, you know what I mean? What affects the culture, and the culture is just not what we like or what we think it should be. It's actually what it is. Angry Birds is very prolific. My mom has heard of Angry Birds. You know what I mean? Your mom has heard of it. Your grandmother, if she's still alive, has heard of Angry Birds. So that's why I gave it the vote. And I have to be honest. You know, as much as I hate that movie, and I do hate it. No, you're absolutely right. It, if I have to be scientific about this, and I have to be logical and fair, it gets a nod. No, I, If I ask my mom what's Silent Hill, she's like, I've never been there. <laughs> If I ask my mom what's Angry Bird, she's like, "I got it on my phone. I don't, I don't ever play it, but it's there."
1: Yeah, well, you say, "Hey, mom, what's Silent Hill?" And she's like, "That's where we took the dog back when it, you know,
2: <laughs>
0: it went to the farm on Silent Hill. It's next to Pet Cemetery. It's fine. <laughs>
2: it's fine. It's fine. It's happy. It's running. It's free. It's 21 years old in human years, but it's fine."
0: No, yeah. Mac, really, it's it's just that John and I weren't strong enough to to give Angry Birds a vote. <laughs> you have come strength. on. I thought you guys
2: were real movie buff journalist types come on
1: oh shit we're opening this with like the like attack on our credibility that's
2: right if you're gonna come at me i'm gonna come right back at you
0: dude with come a on. name like cinema slop <laughs> you know qualities in the in the title there
1: <laughs> look it's not my fault that jason included the toggle all button that just made it so easy to just go yeah fuck silent hill is every category
2: <laughs> That's the whole reason for that toggle button It's because of Angry Birds.
1: Behind the scenes, yes, it actually is.
2: (laughs) I wish I did. You guys could have fixed this by not adding that category. You could have just, you made it so you could have taken it away. You know, it would have screwed up your stats, but for every other movie that we talk
0: about, but you could have easily have taken that away. I need a a stat on how many times the toggle all button was hit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do it. I wanted to, but I was like, you
2: know what? Let me just look through all these because you guys took the time. Jason, you you made an excellent website for us to use, and I wanted to do it. And John, you you worked with Jason to set that all up, and I wanted to take I didn't want to just hit that and just be like, yeah, screw that movie. Take this seriously, guys. This is all I have in my life. (laughs) You know, my dog left me. Oh, this turned into a country song real quick. My wife stayed <laughs> and uh I lost my job and then they gave it back to me, which was even worse somehow. And, oh, never mind. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I just want to give you credit for turning the attack on our credibility into the I just wanted to use this beautiful website you made so nicely. <laughs> it was a good turnaround. I like it.
2: Um If nothing else, I le- from I learned from my mom is how to guilt people, so thanks, mom. Yeah.
1: Hey. So, the winner of <laughs> Silent Hill versus Angry Birds is Max Mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is also the punchline of a really funny joke
1: <laughs> since i really actually cannot fault your logic i'm just going to move us to the next category unless you want to engage on that topic no of the i
2: mean uh, angry birds is a trash movie silent hill is not perfect but it's watchable it's definitely watchable and it's my favorite video game movie it may not be the best but it it, it wins in and it's got heart and, and you can show people kind of cared about that film.
0: And it exposes people's hearts, so,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, which also turns me on.
1: I know who's got a pyramid head mask in his closet. <laughs> Since we all can sort of relate to your reasoning at least, let's move on to acting and let's just discuss another important topic. Mm-hmm. Since we all agree unanimously that the acting was far and above better in Silent Hill... The real question comes down to, should they have spent so much time playing their lead center forward, aggressive quarterback, (laughs) halfback, Sean Bean? The question is, should they have beaned or not? Was it worth the risk in this matchup?
2: Um, Yeah, I mean, they needed to get people in the theater to see this. So from a marketing standpoint, a producer standpoint, and a cynical standpoint, it is smart to bring in an actor. Was he necessary? No. But it does add a wrinkle because we did have a discussion at the end of that episode About what happens at the end of that episode. His little side quest, if you will, in that film, uh, along with the main story, kind of adds a wrinkle to it. And so it's open for discussion, and it makes the film a little interesting. It also makes it a little convoluted. So... And it kind of evens out in the wash. At least they're trying to do something. Angry Birds are not doing anything at all. It's just a, it's just your a cash grab piece of crap you, movie. You
0: set a precedent just there by saying through marketing and other things, you should add a, a named actor in there. So thanks for Jason sudeikis in our movie and Josh Gadding our movie of Angry Birds. <laughs> I mean, we have to factor that in, right? <laughs> no, Films are a
2: business. How many people are like, you know what? I'm going to go to see the new Jason Sudeikis movie. Nobody. Nobody. Josh Gad is a bigger pull than uh, Jason Sudeikis.
1: I thought you were like, Josh Gad is the one that's going to do Jason
2: Sudeikis movie. That that's the No, guy. no. <laughs> he, Josh Gad is more of a pull than Jason Sudeikis. People are like, people love Josh Gad. But I, I, don't, I don't remember anybody saying, hey, Jason Sudeikis, that guy with the weird name and the weird rat face, like he's in a new movie. <laughs> he's in a new movie. I mean, he's marketable in the sense that he was on SNL, but... <laughs> So what?
1: My vote in this case is I would have benched the Bean. I think that playing Gordie Howe after he turned 55 was a mistake. I think playing (laughs) Sean Bean in this movie was a mistake. Uh, Just as a coach, I think that would have been the safer move not to have the Bean running on point in this particular instance. Jason, your thoughts? No
0: Bean. No Bean. The category of special effects,
1: again, swept by the almighty hill in this battle uh, that I think we cannot even call a battle. So much as a thumb squishing of an ant. But... Special effects, practical versus CGI. Is CGI even a special effect when the entire film is CGI?
2: Ah, yes. Have you seen Pixar? They like to to push themselves as far as animation goes and the computer generated technology. So, yes, it is an art form. And yes, it can be impressive.
0: Does this movie do that? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. So, you're saying like any CGI, like, if we take like a different movie, like The Lion King, which is like almost entirely CGI versus an animated straight you know, film, you would pick the CGI
2: version. No, that's not what I'm saying. Is it you're asking me, if is it a special effect? Yeah, it's a special effect tool. How can it not be? Yeah, but we're asking like, which would you prefer? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you're asking me that, sorry, I misunderstood the question there. No, practical. Every time there's a sense of realism and weight. I'm with you guys. I grew up in the 80s. We grew up with that before CGI took hold of everything. Even though it may look a little cheesy and dated and we know it's not real, it's still there. It still has a physical presence and that, that weight, its presence is is known and actors can work with that. Cameras, you can shoot with it and light bounces off it and it's physically there. It's, it's definitely practical over CGI. Now, does CGI have its place? Sure, I think it does. I, I think it does. I think you use CGI the way you'd use an explosion. You don't use an explosion for everything, but I think... If there's the <laughs> explosion, <up. laughs> the movie <laughs> but like it, it, if you if you need an explosion, you you know you get the demo team
0: in there, but like if you need CGI, you use some CGI in there, but you use it like sparingly. Would Angry Birds be a better film if it was done by the Jim Henson company, and we're all puppets.
1: Oh shit, yeah, that movie would be so much better.
0: is this uh pre
2: Jim Henson Death or post Jim Henson Death? actually, it doesn't matter. it doesn't matter because you know what? I watched on Netflix. I'm I'm I haven't finished it, Dark but Crystal I'm stuff. watching the Dark Crystal, and it is actually really good. But yeah, no, I'd love to see a Jim Henson version of this. They would take it in a different direction. It would be genuinely funny, and it would be have character and it just have life. It would feel like a live action Looney
0: Tunes cartoon, and what I'm if, all down. What for What if they that. turned into like a, a Meet the Feebles style Angry Birds? <laughs> That's more mature. Yeah, sure. Why not keep Josh Gad, Jason Sudeikis, all
2: that crap, and just make it. I mean. Uh, Honestly, that that movie, a lot of the stuff is inappropriate. It goes over kids' heads, but a lot of it's pretty inappropriate.
1: You add a stripper bird in there and uh, some some projectile vomiting and make it all make it all puppets, and I'm in
2: Fifty Shades of Green. I mean, there's sexual innuendos. There's birds urinating. I mean,
0: yeah, I don't want my kids watching that. Everybody pees, <clears throat> yeah. in the pool. <laughs> Commence with corpse fucking. <laughs>
2: And now, next, our head-to-head matchup, if these two guys get locked in a cell together with ladders and chairs and all kinds of barbed wire on two by fours, who would walk out the one alive? That's right,
0: it's the death match. My death match involves Sean bean, so basically his character, Chris, in the in Silent Hill, is awarded a wrongful death suit and <coughs> earns a fuck ton of money from the brahms pd because they basically fucking murdered his wife by chasing her falsely down an alley or down a thing and uh yeah it's their fault so he's awarded a bunch of money he takes said money and buys a private island full of flightless stupid birds and during the construction phase of his grand condo he uh brings over basically a couple cats and they murder all the birds (laughs) so through corporate (laughs) <laughs> corporatism and bullshit An invasive species all the angry birds die death match awarded to sean bean <laughs> fair totally fair
1: i gotta say you really put the peanut back in the shell with that
2: one i mean sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut in this case uh silent hill is not the blind squirrel it's it's the hawk that carries the squirrel that fights off another bird for said squirrel and carries it away because i mean come on hawks are awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, what a beatdown. Silent Hill's the winner with 358 points to 40. 40 points. Shazam! The only reason Sil- Anger Birds had anything is because they made several million dollars. And by several, I mean several hundred. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows what it is. That's it. That's it.
1: I just want to point out it was several hundred million dollars, and they made a layup in the cultural relevance category.
0: <laughs> so I sure hope the staff at Angry Birds can find a job at the uh, Infomercial League. Then,
1: with that, I think it's safe to say that Angry Birds went into this match with a disadvantage. It was taken to school like a small child on a bus that he or she didn't want to get onto, driven by an unsympathetic hourly wage worker. And the only consolation it should have is that it still would have smothered Hitman in its sleep before it even got out of bed for its Fruit Loops, because. It hitman is a lazier fatter stupider child than angry birds and you can take that check to the bank and cash it even on a sunday because that's how much the judgmental statement is worth it's the gold standard you could prop up a fiat currency on my hate for hitman
2: i'm tired of your bs john it's time for
0: the next matchup next yeah let's continue before i start jizzing all over this fucking film in our second match, we have two very long-in-the-tooth franchises from the Super Movie Ball Conference facing for the first time in this tournament. First time ever, first only tournament, whatever. Anyway, this will certainly make history.
1: That's right, Jason. We're here for what can only be described as the ultimate showdown between a poorly outfitted underdog startup business venture and the entrenched military science outfit of tomorrow. But will that institutional rot at the heart of the command chain cause problems for the presumptive warrior champions? Only time will tell.
0: Get ready. Get ready. It's Super... Mo- I keep wanting to say Super Movie Ball. It's Super <laughs> Mario Brothers vs. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within.
1: <laughs>
2: X and O's, do your thing. We got the Super 4D Centereal Slowmore Popco Cam to break down this movie. Brought to you by Dipman's Ointment. Dipman's <laughs> Ointment. Don't itch it. Dip it.
0: Fuck me. Uh yeah, there, there's some this is a real uh, close one here. We got some some solid wins. We each we got some, you know, agreements and some, you know, not uh looks like I'm the outlier on a lot of these. So <laughs> yay me. <laughs> don't pat yourself on the back. What are you doing? I don't know. It's mostly John the ones that's choosing Super Mario Brothers over shit. So he's the he's the real you know, turd in the punch ball on this one. <laughs> Isn't he always? So yeah, I mean, this—it seems like Super Mario Brothers got a lot of the uh, love here. So all the special effects, plot—seems like John Bruce really wanted that movie to win. So he (laughs) he scored a lot of the of those in the middle there. But uh, Mac and I fought back pretty hard with the uh, the Final Fantasy. So all in all, turned out Super Mario Brothers won. Well. 149 to 137. It didn't have a lot going for it in the beginning cuz it only had 8 points because it made negative money. <laughs> so it had 8 points for like the awards and, you know, stupid points like that for budget and all that shit. Yeah. Final Fantasy did make some money. It had 18 points, so it had a it had a head start, but it didn't help it.
2: Well, I just think it's so boring. <laughs> I think that's what killed it. Uh <laughs> this is a weird matchup if I have to say. Uh the last matchup we did was one-sided. This one is like very just I I don't know they're they're not evenly matched. One is like quote unquote fun and quirky and weird, and if you can take yourself out of the video game element, it's just kind of a weird adventure type movie. And then the other one is sort of like a philosophical, sort of slow sci-fi film. So it's it's not exactly this the same thing. And when you think video games, you think exciting and fun and adventure and fantasy. And even though fantasy is in the title of Final Fantasy, it's it's not it's not really that. It's not really fantasy. It's kind of... I mean, there's ghosts in it and alien ghosts. It sounds weird to say that, but it's more grounded than Super Mario Brothers is, weirdly <laughs> enough. I don't know. That's It's weird to say, but it, it, ultimately it is because Super Mario Brothers, the movie, is so weird. I mean, the source material is weird. The movie, which has nothing to do with the source material, is even weirder. So, I, I don't know. And I think... Ultimately, if tasked with do we want to watch this movie again, I think all of us would say, yeah, I'd rather watch Super Mario Brothers than Spirits. I, I I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't speak for you guys.
1: Well, I mean, I think the rewatch value category, you and I are in agreement on this point. So, Jason, uh, what is it that makes you want to watch Final Fantasy a second time over yeah. Super
0: Mario? It's really just not wanting to watch Super Mario Brothers again. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringe. So you're,
1: you're voting not on the merits of the film, but on the demerits yes. of the other film.
2: And also, the other point that it won big time is the deathmatch. I think it just, to me, that speaks volumes. I'll, I don't know why, but it's it's like the totality of the two entire films melted down. It's like, okay, you know, greased up with Vaseline, just in a pit. Who's Who's walking out alive? Who's walking out with their teeth and hair intact? And it's Mario, Bros. I
1: mean, I'll, I'll set the I'll set the scene for you when we get to that part of the discussion. But I think we all I mean, it, I do feel affirmed in advance that I made the right choice in uh, in the way that I set the parameters for how these two will fight to the death.
0: I, I think you need to define yourself, John, by saying, like, why did you pick special effects for Super Mario Brothers
1: for me? You know, we touched on this a little bit with Angry Birds. Uh, I really do struggle to think of this the movie in its entirety as a special effect. Um, I know that that. The Final Fantasy film was, quote unquote, the first photorealistic, you know, CGI film, which I have taken issue with many times very strongly. But once once your special effect is the movie, I'm just like, well, that's not so special. Special
0: effect. The movie won an Oscar
1: to me, like CGI. That's not actually a special effect once it's the entirety of your film. So like, what are the special effects in Final Fantasy? Alec Baldwin. Basically, and I'm very anti Baldwin. I'm very good at identifying Baldwins by the sound of their voice. And
2: if it's okay, that's that's a fair point, I guess. That it's not if it's the entirety of your film.
1: Yeah, you you don't win an Oscar for like best special effects by being an animated movie. It just like well, to me, it's, it's like Muppets
2: sense. winning the best special effects. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> Muppets were
1: yeah, for being Muppets,
2: like <laughs> a sort of special effect they were using Star Wars. I don't know. No, no. What
1: what I'm that that's sort of my argument though is that in Final Fantasy I don't think that the animation style itself is a special effect because it is 100% of the film to me a special effect is the uh it's the pyrotechnics it's the fire stuff yeah. it's the CGI in a non CGI right, film the it is squibs right yeah it's i mean so for me Super Mario Brothers you got freaking dinosaur puppets you've got Bertha you've got jumpy boots with milk crate technology Wireworks,
2: yeah. Wirework, you know, just,
1: yeah I, Wire work for me. The special effects in Mario are more special.
2: I can't disagree. I I half agree with you and I half don't because I'm just like it is. It's not jaw dropping compared to today's standards. The fan, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, but because it is an entirely basically a movie that is made up of special effects, but it is impressive. It definitely was for the time, and I think for the I think it still holds up. It's still watchable. I don't look at it and like oh this is this is awful like this is this is an eyesore i I think it works well enough and i think the the only thing that pulls you out of this movie when we talked about it are the voice work i can't just not acknowledge the hard work that they did on making that movie look as good as it does on on final fantasy
1: but you're sort of taking issue with my premise you know which is fine on
2: the other on the other side like I do agree. I I love all the practical stuff in Mario. I but the problem is it's in service to a bunch of garbage as far as the <laughs> plot and script goes. Do you mind if do you,
1: do you mind if I quote David Cross real quick?
2: Yeah, absolutely, always. He's
1: in reference to Garbage Men cat calling women out from their garbage trucks you know <laughs> you can't call a hundred women and 99 of them say no but maybe that 100th woman just likes to fuck on a pile of garbage and i am that 100th woman because you're that 100th woman. super mario yeah. for me is that's my pile of garbage and it turns me on so
2: nice pull that's a nice pull by the way
1: that's not recent i'll tell you
2: <laughs> nice pull man
1: so jason I, I i do notice that you're the you're the dissenting voice on cast in this one yeah with such a strong cast i think with Final Fantasy, why is it that you uh, that you sided with the Mario Brothers in this one?
0: I mean, how do you get Hoskins and fucking Hopper in the same fucking movie?
1: I mean, I, with money?
0: Not a bad point. No, I mean, they, they went out and spent the money to to make a movie that was supposed to be good, but turned out to be shit, and they got good people. They got Leguizamo, might not have been famous at the time, but it was still a good pull because he became famous. You got Hopper and fucking Hoskins in there, and then throwing the fucking douchebag twins who was, who was Hopper's
2: main squeeze? I can't remember her name, but she's been in a lot of stuff. She's a British actress. That's really good.
0: Fiona Shaw. Those people alone, you know, tip the scale for me.
2: I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. For me, I just... The the main cat. I like Hoskins. I, I'm not a big fan of Leguizamo. I like him in certain things, but I don't like him for this. But you've got a valid point there, Jason. I just feel like the, the cast for... Final Fantasy was like a little stronger um, and they did, they did a really good job with the the voice acting because that can be very difficult just because, just because you get a, you know, a typical actor that's in front of the camera doesn't mean they can do voice work. True. Yeah. So that's why it tipped it for me, but I, I can see your point.
1: I think a similar reaction that I had to Jason's, you know, Hopper uh, Hoskins combo was the fact that you had uh, Donald Sutherland and James Woods in, Final Fantasy. For me, that was like sort of like two actors on a class you don't expect to see in an animated film. So for me, I think the combo got shoved the other way because of those two.
0: No, I, I can see that, too. I forgot James Woods was in it. <laughs> well, it's easy to do in that movie to forget. Yeah, that he's just blanket it. villain man.
1: Speaking of the death of or the villain man and James Woods, can I introduce my death match scenario that you've all both approved of? already Yeah,
0: let's
2: do it. Absolutely.
1: All right. So this is how it's going to go down. Mario Brothers and Princess Peach have sparked a popular revolution, an uprising of the people, and they lead the General Bertha, who is riding the battalion of Yoshi Raiders against the evil Koopa, who is commanding his troops with a cock-sized barcode scanning laser pointer that he uses to to fucking general that shit around. But a new threat emerges on the horizon, and it's a wave after wave of spirits rushing to desolinate The combined Koopa hordes and the Yoshi Raiders, who in a desperate gambit turn to attack their new common enemy. Mario acknowledges the ruthless tyrannosaurus like instincts of Koopa and hands over the generalship to him. Koopa then raises his mighty dodo scanner to the sky, signaling James Woods that it's time to just blow up the whole fucking planet. But somehow that just kind of like works out well for Mario and Koopa, because like James Wood is a fuck up. And then they're all ejected into a 1980s Italian restaurant the size of a shoebox in New York City, where they all eat until they puke, which is Mario's favorite method of self celebration
0: would buy that for a dollar when you gotta go fast you run (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad that you both
1: agree (laughs) so in conclusion jason
0: oh the winner of this thrilling contest super mario brothers definitely took this match 149 to 136 i would say there's always next season for final fantasy but this is a one-time deal so tournament over
1: That's right, Jason. And I think it's safe to say that Final Fantasy was at the disadvantage coming to this matchup, but it should take solace knowing that I would still pee in Hitman's Cheerios before I did Final Fantasies, because at least Final Fantasy showed up to defend itself from the unceremonious beating at the hands of Super Mario Brothers. That's right, Jason and Mac. Even a particularly sensitive, caring, and attentive older sibling wouldn't come to the defense of Hitman against my stream of urine, or Final Fantasy's urine for that matter, or even physical assaults from Final Fantasy against Hitman because even the strong bond of familial blood won't overcome the deep sense of shame that would come from being associated with a film the low caliber of Hitman.
2: I grow weary of your shenanigans, Jonathan. Proceed <laughs> to the next matchup. Henceforth.
1: Sally Fox.
2: Sally <laughs> Trot along, cinema slap, with your stubby little legs. <laughs> with your shorting pants, pantaloons. I
1: disapprove of your frivolities and your mirth.
2: <laughs> I, hedonist bot, shall take off all my clothes.
1: I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> Gotta exposit before you go. They say that your life flashes before your eyes, but it's actually the script.
0: <laughs> Our third matchup of the day is also out of the Super Movie Ball Conference, and is a real toss-up. No, really, this game will be decided by a coin toss.
1: That's right, Jason. We're here for what can only be described as the ultimate showdown between New Age philosophy and Old Age philosophy. Perhaps with the wisdom of an elder and the open eyes of a child, this ultimate contradiction in world philosophies won't seem so far apart. Did I just fart?
0: Mmm, glad I'm downwind. Get ready for Wing Commander vs. Prince of Persia. Did you make the face that Freddie Prince Jr. did? Like- I
1: was so upset that I made Freddie Prince Jr. face. I almost made Matthew Lillard face.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Let's break this film down to its very celluloid with our X-ray spectovision.
0: X-rays, you're perfectly fine with that lead vest. <laughs> <laughs> the, the points in this are, are, they're all over the place, but it's an overwhelming win for Prince of Persia. But the fun thing I find about this is that we could only... We only unanimously voted for two categories. That is interesting. That's fascinating, because we generally agree on most of these things, but not this, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very divisive matchup, for sure. Yeah, Yeah,
0: John and I just really liked Wing Commander. You guys did, yeah.
1: Which (laughs) just shows how how weak and pathetic we are, since we couldn't overpower Mac.
0: I'm pretty sure Mac voted down the line on this one. Oh, man, I beat the crap out of you guys. You guys suck. That's
2: right. Well, t- okay, so here- here's where I stand on this. This is, to me, uh, I-, I think I said this was the second best adaptation a- around the line. And and mostly, it's just kind of a C minus movie overall, maybe less. It's got that mm-hmm. Disney factor to it. It does. So there's, there's production value. There's just kind of meh. You're just kind of meh. The movie's just kind of meh. So because of that, it's not really that terrible it's not the worst thing we've seen this season but it's not the best but it gets points for adaptation and actually i think what i feel is a decent cast and so with that cast you see them sort of trying but not really trying so it's 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 mixed it's real mixed because wing commander does not have a strong cast can we agree about that No, no we cannot okay well, I mean, we can discuss
0: the better leading man.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll give you the cast on the leads, but your, your secondary cast member for Wing Commander for me, you know, you've got David Warner, you've got Chucky Cairo. Oh, that's true. You've got Saffron Burroughs. You know, true. you've got a really strong undercast for
0: Wing Commander. But you sully all that with a Matthew Lillard. Yes.
1: I know. I'm saying if they had played the second squad, I think the match would have been a lot closer <laughs> is where I'm getting, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that
2: goes for both movies cuz being Kingsley and uh Alfred Molina, you know Alfred Molina is the best part of Prince of Persia hands down.
1: Mac, don't go undercutting my hypothetical by actually using the the theory that I'm applying to my movie and applying it to your movie. <laughs> no, I'm talking I'm talking my second string versus your first <laughs> okay, string. Okay, sorry. Okay,
0: we... I, I apologize for undercutting you with logic. I, I'm standing by my statement from the from the Wing Commander podcast. If they had the balls to kill Matthew <laughs> Lillard in this movie, I would have fucking fucking voted this movie to the top i'm right with you
1: well i think that would have at least gotten mac to move over on plot if they had killed matthew
0: oh yeah
2: oh yeah i i would have that would have been awesome look i don't i don't hate matthew lillard but he's quite irritating (laughs) the only time i love him is in hackers man that movie is it's unimpeachable you can't you can't touch that movie
1: you are right his career prior to wing or outside of wing commander is actually more formidable but we can't score the matchup based on the strength of hackers
2: Or, or, uh, was it uh,
0: a C? SLC Punk. Punk. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Unfortunately, we have to judge his performance by his performance on the field of play.
0: Yeah, and he he threw a turd in the punch bowl on Wing Commander. He really did. (laughs) He really did. It was.
1: So, other other areas of note Um, I think uh, I was the outlier on special effects, giving that to Wing Commander. Why? I I think this
2: just goes back to my deep hatred of CGI. Why do you hate CGI so much? It can be really good. Have you not seen Mad Max Fury Road? It's 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 yes, riddled yes, yes. with CGI. That movie has a ton of CGI. You don't notice it. It's the proper way to do CGI. Yeah,
1: but this movie didn't do that. that. And I think that's the problem, is I noticed the fuck out of the CGI in Prince of
2: Persia. Okay.
1: Because you're True. right. CGI True. properly done is indistinguishable, yes. and it's magic. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, uh, if you watch Boardwalk Empire, the entire existence of mm-hmm. that city is only possible because
2: of CGI. It's really good. Or David Fincher films. David Fincher films are mm-hmm. filled with CGI, but he knows how to use it.
1: So while I will say wing commander the bad effects were significantly worse than the bad effects in prince of persia on the whole i was more on board with the general approach of wing commander
2: i can see that i don't agree with it but i can see it.
1: other categories i thought it was interesting that that mac gave best group viewing to uh to prince of persia why don't you defend that choice
2: okay okay wing commander is so boring how could you you could see us drinking a bunch of beers or whatever and watching wing commander? No, we're watching Prince of Persia.
1: Dude, it's got cat people. Yes, I can see us getting drunk and watching Yeah, cat but
2: people. you 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 say that like it's uh Hell Comes to Frogtown where there's a bunch of cat people riddled throughout. It's not. It's in the opening and the ending and that's it. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not fun like that. Like they Yes, it does have cat people technically, but it's not they when they come when they show up you're like Oh, I forgot. There's cat people. You're not like, yeah, it's cat See, people. Uh, meow, meow, meow. No, it's it's <laughs> not like that at all. Whereas Sands of Time is so just mediocre bad. You can just drink and have like a bad time just ripping it apart because it's so mediocre. It's like the Applebee's of movies. But
0: it's so mediocre. It's hard to rip apart where the absurdity in <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get your hell comes a frog down out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so mediocre that it's hard to rip apart where the absurdity in wing commander is so easy it will be fun for just people not even knowing the movie existed watching this and just having like a kung fu friday style like the fuck is that going on is there a sandbox on the karathi ship is that how they poop
1: <laughs> yeah, my evidence for for best movie i'm just saying matthew leward's face Freddie prince jr's face the pilgrim's the time that Matthew Lillard killed Rose. I'm just saying, there's plenty. Okay, of fun there.
2: okay, I, okay. I stand corrected. I have to say, I stand corrected. I think I see mo- both movies going, but if I had to vote, I would vote Prince of Persia, but I would probably get voted out.
1: Well, I, I mean, by probably means it just it just happened.
2: <laughs> Wing Commander would get voted in, and honestly, I'd still have a good time um, watching. Uh, Wing Commander with you guys and drinking or whatever. I, I think both movies are good. To me, it just tips over because I don't want to watch Wing Commander again because I was bored by it.
1: <laughs> uh, with that, um, I think I think my last categorical question is which sucked you in more, the Pilgrims or the Ostrich Races?
0: Uh, ostrich Races for me is Disney just obsessed with racing animals in their movies? Because we had ostrich races in this. There's the stupid horse thing races in star Wars. Like, is this just a Disney thing now? Like they have like a a stock and fucking racetracks that they want to get people interested in that again. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Did
2: they do Swiss family Robinson? Is that, is that a Disney movie? Well, they raised an ostrich in that, so...
1: Maybe, maybe Walt has an ostrich farm, and he's just trying to, like, use, like, all the free resources. (laughs) He's like, come
0: on, guys, we can bet on this. It could be fun. If you run them, they taste better. (laughs) They get those lean meats. That high-twitch breast meat that gets you going.
1: (laughs) But what you're what you're basically hypothesizing is that, like Full Moon Studios in the late '80s, when when Chuck Band bought a castle and then every fucking movie they made took place in a castle, <laughs> uh, Walt Disney did the same, but he like was on Ostrich Futures,
2: <laughs> Ostrich Futures sell 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 sell
1: apparently ostriches are coming back up in price oh, uh, Prince of Persia, a Time, plenty of ostriches
2: I, I, I'm I'm low man on totem pole but I have to say I did beat the crap out of you guys on this one so I feel proud
1: you single handedly progressed Prince of Persia to the next yeah, round
2: this is going to happen on Warcraft isn't it <laughs> I would rather watch a mediocre adventure film than Freddie Pen- Prince Jr. just saying whoa <laughs> uh, uh, like acting like a terrible version of Joey from Blossom <laughs> All right, speaking
1: of Joey from Blossom, what's the better love story? Maniac and Rose are destined in Tamina.
2: Oh, you know what? I have to give it to Wing Commander, weirdly enough. You you like it when a man drives a girl to death The one, <laughs> the one in, in Prince of Persia is just kind of ah, eh, you know they're gonna get together, but the one in and Wing Commander, there's some stuff going on. You, you're not quite sure if it's like if it's gonna be romantic or if it's like a mentor
0: uh student thing going on. You know, I don't know. No, you're talking about the wrong one. We're talking about Lillard okay. murdering the fuck out of his girlfriend.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about oh, no, Freddy that was Jr. boring. <laughs> no, that's that's a great love story. I mean, what he got what he wanted, and then he got rid of her. So you know, she didn't get her <laughs> offer back. I mean, he didn't quit it, guys.
1: So wait, wait, your ideal love story follows the same trajectory as like a John picking up a prostitute.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, he didn't quit it. Hey, hey, look, lady, we had fun, but enough is enough. You know, I never promised you anything. It's time for me to go. You know what I mean? I I mean, that's just one way to
0: get rid of a stalker, right? (laughs) Now I will not friend you on Facebook. That. (laughs) All right, John. Well, it seems like it's time for that death match. What you got?
1: All right. Well, Jason, uh, since I already know that you voted in concurrence on this, I I do feel relieved about that, even though Mac is a traitor. Hmm. But here's how it goes down. A Kilrathi raiding party is in the desert looking for safe places to poop and bury it before moving on to subjugate the population of Alamet, When Destin arrives and attempts to pet a Kilrathi raider mid-squat, After having his jugular cut by the Kilrathi, Destin is forced to use his dagger of sand to undo the decision to pet the pooper. When he successfully evades the Poop-Rathi attack, he is left to face off against the rudimentary bullet time of FPJ, who isn't sure if the fresh pile in the sand is his or his cat enemies. Now in the struggle to establish blame for the poop pile, FPJ and Destin must square off to the death in the race towards a tiny hole in the wall. Naturally, FPJ wins because... The last moment he uses pulling up technology, causing Destin to smash his face into the wall that had a pinhole painted on it Wile E. Coyote style, and with no more sand, he is fucked and dead. Long live FPJ. Jason and Mac, you have to agree, right? That's the only way this could go down.
2: (laughs) This movie exists, and I cannot uh, deny that it is a thing that happened.
0: I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) All right, well, as expected, Prince of Persia defeated Wind Commander 174. To an abysmal 83. You guys suck!
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's safe to say that Wing Commander was at a disadvantage, but it should take solace knowing that unlike Hitman, it played its heart out. Even if Wing Commander couldn't bring home the gold in our competition, at least it won't be relegated to the waste heap of history. Remembered as a failed experiment of a bygone era that we wish we could just forget. That's right, even the non-stop liquid bath of intoxicants and cholesterol-laden cheese foods that we've been ingesting ever since our early exposure to Hitman, it hasn't erased the memory of our experience. Perhaps like Three Mile Island or Chernobyl, with time, five-legged deer will feast on the grass in the pastures of pain where Hitman once trod. May God have mercy on our souls and remember, Wing Commander. You're still better than him.
2: I grow bored of your sloppy nonsense. Give me more matchup. I demand more matchup. Next up
0: He <laughs> gets really good get into that character.
2: <laughs> what are the faces you're doing? I, they don't translate very well, but for this, but Where's my sippy cup? <laughs> Where's my blanket and my sippy cup? And more matchup. Make it a hearty one.
0: All right, our fourth and final matchup today, out of the Cinema Slob conference, will surely catch you on the end of your chair. Just don't drop the lemon or you'll miss the finale.
1: Jesus Christ, Jason, end of your chair, humans say edge of your seat. But anyway, that's, that's right, Jason. We're here for what can only be described as the ultimate showdown between an aggressively polygonal feminine archetype ground down by a whetstone until her titillating features were sharp enough to kill but feminine enough to love, against the ancient reptile brain of a reptile and an ape and their wolf buddy and a rock also ground down with a whetstone into a squishy thing that loved animals more than humans. I don't know what's going on with this pairing, but uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Jason.
0: I'm pumped. Get ready for Laura Croft, Tomb Raider and Rampage to square (laughs) off to the death. (laughs) John said, tits (laughs) 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 tits
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: that's right Lara pulls out a win in a buzzer beater I haven't seen so many well placed spherical bounces of this scale since the number eight Denver Nuggets advanced past the number one Seattle Supersonics in 1994
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah fucking physics this movie forgot about it so the point values in this are pretty across the board we seem to agree on a few categories a piece uh, and it was a pretty tight matchup uh, I really thought Rampage was going to take this, but uh, Lara Croft did it. I think it's all those unanimous things we we decided on because we all thought the plot, characters, and something or other <laughs> cultural relevance was more important for this than uh Rampage. So
1: yeah, it, it is interesting to note that if you had adjusted for that unanimous bonus of sixty points versus the twenty for Rampage, that the uh, the outcome of this matchup would have been significantly <laughs> altered, as in reversed.
0: <laughs> Go point values.
1: <laughs> I think it's I think it's just good to note that, you know, basically we are rewarding the movies more heavily for getting all three of us to agree to a point. There is
0: a a significant thing that should be noted here is that I am the deciding factor in this movie or in this matchup. You are (laughs) because I chose adaptation for Laura Croft. That swung the vote the other way. It did go me. I hated this movie. I should have picked it for Rampage. I accidentally fucked me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you picked the wrong one. No, I picked. I thought Larecraft was a better adaptation because it was an adaptation. Here, here's the
2: thing: Lara Croft is from a different um, era of gaming. Rampage is from a simple, simpler time.
1: Pepperidge Farm remembers Rampage. <laughs> That's
2: right, Pepperidge Farms remembers Rampage. Do you remember eating people off toilets and the toilets? Pepper's Fod remembers, and we'll keep you a secret.
1: <laughs> Separate maneuver. You had, to, you had to do them both. You had to make the choice to eat that pooper.
2: Lara <laughs> uh, is, is is more a little bit more complex. It's got an actual story. There's a basic one-liner story in Rampage. So there's as far as doing an adaptation, it's easier to check those boxes. But for Lara Croft, especially, uh, this isn't the reboot. We're dealing with the original one. You know, there's it's kind of harder to kind of tweak that because this is a little bit more a specific, narrowed vision. Whereas Rampage is like you got to have monsters crushing building buildings, eating things, and and doing stuff. That's it. That's it. As long as you have that in there, then you've got it. And as far as that goes, it just checks those boxes. You know what I mean? Whereas Laircroft is it's a little bit more. Not I won't say nuanced. That's ridiculous. But it's there's there's a lot more to it than Rampage.
0: She raids like three whole tombs. (laughs) That is all she needed to
2: do. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the game series. I'm not a huge fan of this movie. So it's kind of weird. Like I've never been into this movie at all. And so I just, to me, it just doesn't check the boxes and it doesn't get me involved. It It doesn't get me hyped to play the game. It doesn't get me hyped to see more of this adaptation on the screen. Whereas Rampage, I'm like, If they wanted to destroy some more cities, I would watch that. And I think you would too, being a fan of disaster movies. Yeah, no, I voted against my own interest here.
1: Your votes, Mac, are in general more towards Tomb Raider, which is interesting because you're sitting here telling me that you don't like Tomb Raider, but you gave it direction, acting, effects, plot, characters, (laughs) rewatch value, cultural relevance.
2: Well, I mean, people have heard of Tomb Raider more than they've heard of Rampage.
1: Sure, sure, for cultural relevance. But I'm saying, like, tell me. How is it that you're so unhappy with Tomb Raider, but you still give it direction, acting, effects, plot?
2: Because Tomb Raider actually tries to be a movie. I think it fails, but it tries more to be a movie. Whereas Rampage is like, you know what this is. You know what this is. It's resting on its laurels and it doesn't have a whole lot to do. Tomb Raider had like 10 things to do and Rampage had like one. And they're just like, what's... I can't believe you're not done, Tomb Raider. I got done with my thing a long time ago. And Tomb Raider's like, I've got a ton of stuff to do over here. Tomb Raider got caught up in like an herbal essence commercial on accident. (laughs) 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 And I also think it was trying. It was trying to be a good film. And it actually has like, you know, a good cast, even though I didn't vote for it because of different reasons. But I just, I think it, it, this is a complicated one because I. I don't like the cast for this movie but I I like the cast in general if that makes sense. That's why I voted the way I voted.
1: Well, I remember you had you had uh, specific complaints about uh evil Lynn and uh and her brother, yeah. right? You didn't like for the Rampage?
0: feminine characters. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: no, I I got I got that backwards. You did vote for the cast. I did
2: office. vote for the cast, but I did have problems with the the main bad guy and actually the the character who played her brother on that. The Rock is just is is mostly who I'm focusing on on that one. And also um, Naomi Harris on that side of it. And then also, what's his name? He plays the guy with the belt who has the accent. What's his name? Jeffrey Dean
0: Morgan. Jeffrey
2: Dean Morgan's also in that movie doing a terrible accent, but he's a lot of fun. And we've got Daniel Craig. We've got um, a a lot of good people for Lara Croft on that side of it. But I just, for what, and you've also got, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Not Charles Dance. He's not Charles Dance. What's like? What's? The, who's the bad guy in that?
1: Oh, yeah, Jorah Mormont. Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones was. Uh, I've
2: read the books. I haven't seen God the show. Damn it! Is he? Is he Jorah Mormont?
1: The actor is. Yeah, I don't know his name.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. I haven't. I haven't seen the show, so I'm waiting to finish the books to, to watch the show.
0: I mean, don't forget about John Voight.
2: Oh, John Voight's in there. So, eh, I think you have some potential. It's like a coin toss. Wimmer. Uh, Rimmer. Rimmer's in there, yeah. I think I messed up on casting, actually. You fucked up. (laughs) I think I messed up, because Rimmer is in there.
1: That would have only strengthened the lead for Lara Croft Tomb Raider, which I gotta say, I thought was the dark horse in this race. Yeah, I mean, Jason, you definitely gave a bunch of points to Rampage, uh, which you know makes sense with your previously mentioned uh, love of watching shit explode. But you did give cultural relevance to to, uh, Tomb Raider. Tell me about that.
0: Uh, I mean... Max, right? Everyone's heard of Lara Croft. I mean, I guess if you think about it from a different aspect, I guess everyone has played Rampage, like waiting for pizza from Pizza Hut in their fucking lobby back in the day, right? Like just that old arcade all put a quarter <laughs> and can eat some people and blow up some buildings, but... Yeah, exactly. I, I think the cultural relevance right. is more towards the video game than the movie in this. Yeah.
1: Are other places where you uh, abandoned your favorite uh, yeah, movie cause, include plot.
0: Because Lara Croft had one. And rampage didn't, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no plot. It's all, in rampage. it's all like a MacGuffin, right? Like they have to go destroy a, a Willis Tower, basically. Like they, they should have just called it Destroying Chicago Part One and just did that.
2: Well, you guys gave special effects to Rampage over Tomb Raider. It's funny.
1: Yeah. Well, you remember what I was saying
2: about sort of the uh, the judgment call
1: on like when to use CGI? Yeah. Because of that. Tomb Raider, the CGI was more formative and uh clunky and bad, and they used a bunch of it that they shouldn't have. Whereas Rampage, even though there was a bunch of CGI, complained about there's no other way to do like oversized gorilla mutant creatures, you know, in this sort of film. Like they, they couldn't really do a puppet for six shots.
2: I gave hmm. special effects to to that because of the end too. I thought they could have blown more stuff up in Rampage like actual stuff instead of just CGI buildings, but that's just me.
1: For for Tomb Raider specifically, what was the stuff that that you liked uh since you voted? I for mean they were now? actually
2: there. Um I mean the robots were CGI in the beginning, but I just any any special a lot of it was just practical effects for gunshots and stunts and um and they were ridiculous, the physics were ridiculous. They were like Video game ridiculous, <laughs> but they they practically did them. They didn't CGI her, or that you know make her like a rubber person CGI. They actually did her on wires or a person, maybe not Angelina Jolie, but a stunt person for things like that. I just I was like, you know, maybe they should have done CGI because a lot of that wire work looked awful. It was not good, but I, I gave him points for. It. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I just said they did. I think, I'm, I think I'm at where uh, John was at with Super Mario, where it's like, yeah, they, they did it.
1: <laughs> so you and I both gave a participation trophy on effects. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. For, for me, Rampage is like, well, because we're talking, I mean, there's like 15 years between these movies, I think. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You expect Rampage to be full of CGI because it came out like a year ago or a year and a half ago, whatever. So you expect it to just be full of CGI because audience at this point just expect it. And if they don't get it, they think it's cheesy. They're like, "This is cheesy," and I'm like, "Really? This rubbery, like, lifeless nonsense that you like from a computer is is better than if they actually, like, practically did it." But whatever. We're getting to a different discussion.
1: I'm thinking back to Gumby Spider Man jumping across the. Oh my
2: goodness! I'm like, I, just give me practical effects. Just do it. I mean, I don't mind CGI. I think it has a place. But it's, we talked about this already. But my point is, my point is, this is that I give. Tomb Raider because I think the robots are the only thing that kind of stand out as bad in that movie, whereas a lot of what happens at the end of Rampage is a lot of CGI nonsense. Now, it looks decent. The first part is, but the 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 ending of the movie is, is where the good stuff happens with the CGI, but the beginning part is pretty bad. I, and I think you guys talked about that in your discussion where they
0: saved... A lot of the good CGI for the end of the movie.
1: Jason, did you have anything else you wanted to cover before we do Death, Deathmatch?
0: Nope, nope. Uh, I'm I'm a little upset that Rampage lost. Honestly, it's a it's an upset for me.
1: Uh, I knew it would be upsetting for you on a personal level. Level, I mean, I know that you you worked with Rampage through the early preseason era of uh, training, and you you tried to get him up to speed on some of the uh, competitive advantages it might have to to face. But I don't think that you trained it uh, for a battle with Lara Croft the original. I think you focused more on yeah. the more modern. Uh, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, facing something out of its own era, it, it would have fared well against that, I think.
1: The unorthodox approach that Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, brought to this match is really, I think, what, what undid Rampage's defense.
0: It, it's, it's the old school in-your-face offense that she ran.
1: It was like the, the, the mediocre 90s school <laughs> offense that she ran.
2: Well, much like, you know, she's from the Western uh, face of civilization, so she ran a West Coast offense, if you will. All over rampage Ooh. and just dominated from start to finish.
0: I really just think that uh, rampage was confused by her awkward English accent and just got <laughs> distracted the entire game.
1: Might have also been the side pin from uh, from Mr. Craig that, that...
0: yeah, unexpected side pin. That, well, that was a trick play they ran and uh, really caught rampage off guard.
2: As Chris Barry would say, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like rampage is uh, rimmer it rhymes with scum. <laughs>
1: All right, so speaking of scum, how'd the death match play out, Mr. Mack?
2: Well, you know, Rampage fought a good fight, and you know it—it it took off its earrings, it greased itself up, you know, it thought it was the best around, and nothing was going to take it down. But you know, it's no Karate Kid, and it got—it got, it got <laughs> crane kicked right in the face by Tomb Raider.
1: I think uh, I think the real uh, issue here is how the hell did it win the death match but lose the fight? <laughs> According to our rules, Laura Croft is dead on the ground and Rampage is standing, but Laura Croft won.
2: <laughs> it's like that weird fight from They Live, <laughs> where it's just like, who really wins that <laughs> fight? And you kind of forget because the fight is so awesome. But then you're like, oh, that's right. He did win that fight, even though they both were down on the ground. Like, Tomb Raider was like down on the ground and totally, it's like eyeball is hanging out and its eye socket is shattered. But man, a Tomb Raider just
0: rips its throat right out and got a chunk of throat right in its hand. You know, Rampage is bleeding out pretty bad. It turns out you only need one contestant left in a death match. And it turned out it was Rimmer. So we're across <laughs> on the ground bleeding to death, along with Daniel Craig and Ian Glenn and all the fancy fucking other people in that movie. They all died because the ape ate them. But Rimmer... Uh, Old iron balls. ...lodged in his, in his esophagus... And the the ape choked to death on Rimmer, uh, and then he was surgically removed. And Lara Croft was pronounced the winner. That's right, of the match, but not the death match. <laughs> it's like a TKO. <laughs> it's a technical knockout. <laughs> That's what happened. Lara Croft has the victory. Uh, it'll be short lived, though, as they have to take on powerhouse Silent Hill in the next round.
1: Ooh. Well, I think it's safe to say that Rampage was at the disadvantage, but. It should take solace knowing that Fay Wray's screams are music to the ears of most thinking humans compared to the tortured experience of viewing Hitman. So, Rampage, you can board the bus home, strap on your Carl Denning pants, and rest assured that out of all this chaos and pain, it isn't your fault, Rampage. It's Hitman's.
2: B.S. smells like B.S. And it's time to E N. D. Oh,
1: Mac, learned to a spell. Huzzah!
2: And this week's episode has been brought to you by the letter D for dickheads, because I had to record with them.
0: <laughs> so, a little recap. Our winners today were Silent Hill, uh, Super Mario Brothers somehow. I don't understand that one. Uh, Prince of Persia and Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. That Super Mario Brothers is on you guys. That's on you guys. Just, just throwing that out there. Well, I mean, Prince of Persia's on you. So. I'm okay with that. They have to face each other next round. <laughs> it's a better film. <laughs> so, Super Mario Brothers first prince of persia it may be lame and like off the kids menu but i know what happens in that movie john i think you and i are gonna have to team up against mac to get rid of this prince of persia scourge on our podcast
1: ah come on we're gonna have to nip this in the bud take it out with extreme prejudice so join us next time as we see double dragon go against mortal Kombat, pokemon detective pikachu versus street fighter Hitman versus Doom, we all know how that's going to play out, and Warcraft The Beginning versus Tomb Raider, the other one. You
2: guys really hate Hitman really bad. <laughs> if I can quote Timothy Elephant, I'm talking to my teeth right now. Mac, thanks for joining us. It's good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, nude and spade are your animals.
0: <laughs> thanks, Bob Barker. <laughs> did you say nude your animals? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Take their pants off. <laughs> neuter. Sorry. Neuter and spade your animals. But nude them first because, you know, they wear trousers. With a nice pleat. They got a nice pleat. Pant your animals. They're all nude walking around the earth. It's disgusting.
1: All right. Well, I think that's it. I'm hitting stop. Fuck you all. I'm done with the shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it for this episode of Cinema Slop. You can visit us on the web at cinemaslop.com for show notes and other garbage.
1: Or if you want to follow us on social media or pitch your Walter
0: Chang's inventory choices to us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all under CinemaSlop. The music for this episode was provided by Vandalay. You can find them on the Facebooks at Vandalay Music or VandalayMusic.com. That's V A N D A L A Y music.com.
2: If you want to listen to buttholes like me talk about stuff, you should listen to Super Movie Ball. Well, it's very close to Cinema Slop, so you should totally listen to it. And where would they go? At supermovieball.com, Twitter, and supermovieball at Gmail. Wait a second. This Lara Croft doesn't have tits.
1: <laughs> this is Tomb Raider.
0: Lara. Oh, it is.
2: Never mind. <laughs> Scratch. Edit that out. Spherical bouncing.
1: I fucked that.
2: Get your tombs oh, right. I know. Is this? Is this four seven eight three? I'm in the <laughs> wrong tomb. Somebody <laughs> get me out of here. Sorry.